I'm Alicia. I'm a mother. I'm a black woman. I'm intelligent. I love to travel. I'm beautiful. And I speak my truth. You are listening to the Speak Your Truth podcast series. value dating. So I want to take you back with me to um, 2015. I was 25 at the time and I came across my very first um, experience with someone who was on the track to be in. He was still high value, but um, he was on the track to really becoming a six-figure earner. Um, And it was my first time interacting with somebody who had sense and a little bit of more class than I did so that was definitely eye-opening um for me and I want to share with you how I went into that experience with love and not strategy and how it kind of really just unfolded so (laughs) um 25 years old and you know I was very confused as to why And, and it sounds silly um in my 30s talking about it but you know in my 20 25 year old head not really understanding my worth um just I'm like why how, why do you why can't you just get a, a normal car because I would always comment um about the frequency and like the different types of these luxury cars which I thought was just very extravagant for no reason and I said well why do you feel like you need to drive a Range Rover or a Porsche or whatever um and it's like because I deserve nice things because why not you know and I just never understood that and I grappled with it and it didn't make sense to me and um the wearing of nice things investing in himself like getting manicures pedicures a lot of things that I never saw men around me do that was a new notion for me. So me, he would get on me about not having my toes done or my nails done or keeping myself up. And I would really respond with things like, I don't got to look this way just to go to the store. Or we just going to Skybox. We just doing this. Just really kind of minimizing the efforts. And like, you you should invest in yourself. Like, you know, it's not a bad thing in my 30s. But in my 20s, I almost... Um, I really revolted against it because I thought it was an effort to control me. Like, you're not going to tell me how I look, how I dress, how I eat, how I breathe, how whatever. But it really wasn't that. It was trying to teach me the tools to be like, okay, I'm dating you. And, you know, I know that I'm going after this lifestyle and I do like you, but I need to know if you're going to fit that mold with me. So some men, not all, but... um some of the men that I was dating who were of high value, there were things that they didn't like. So one of the things was if my hair wasn't kept up, if my toes and things weren't done and I'm out in public, and then it's doing things. Some men really took it as far as um, not liking to do things that my body is designed to do, like farting or taking a poop or things. Because some men just want to see their woman as just this perfect beautiful kind of 
thing, person, whatever at home. And I'm like, that one was a little bit much for me. And I'm like, you know, even dating someone of high value, you still would want to be yourself, which is my next point is, you know, just because someone may talk about the idea of hypergamy or dating up or, you know, dating up with the next status or dating high value, rich, whatever, man, that doesn't mean that you have to demoralize yourself. You always want to keep your objective when you're dating at the forefront of your brain. So if it is for love, that is great. Then you definitely want to practice intimacy and still you want to hone in that feminine energy so you can learn how to connect and still be emotionally secure. So a lot of those same values apply. Um, if you are not someone who is like hypergamy isn't for me, nah, I'm going to stick, stick here. I, I like it here fine but if you are someone who is actively looking and seeking to date up and just have a little bit more control about who you want um, to part one as a partner then you need to start dating with an objective and if you are going to um, attract high value men or if you do date high value men you need to understand that it does come with some concessions um, if you listen to the previous episode, you not about to have an attitude, like, for no reason. Like, it, it ain't none of that. <laughs> like, it ain't none of that having an attitude. We're going to talk. We're going to have a conversation. Um, it's, we don't make, we can make decisions together, but ultimately, the man is the leader of the house when you are dating a high-value man. So think about um, Jeannie, Mai, and Jeezy. Hell, think about any black man um, with a non-black wife. And I'm going to pause right there because I know for a lot of black women, that is a, a touchy subject. And y'all might hate me after this next comment, but I can only speak my truth. And I want you to be progressive, practice being progressive, right? Um, and have an open mind. But think about some of the reasons why black men say that once they get you know of a certain status why they kind of ditch african-american our beautiful black women for maybe women who aren't black or maybe they're white or i don't know but i've heard men and even men in my family say things along the lines of you know white women and women who aren't of color are just taught a little bit differently than single women, or excuse me, black women, because a lot of us were brought up in single family household having to bear the brunt of both responsibilities. So we have a really unhealthy balance of feminine and masculine energy, whereas someone coming from a two person household um, really knows how to keep that masculine side in check. And I think about pastor's wives all the time where, you know, the, the pastor's family is the one who sees the pastor the least, but you know, she's not going to stand up in front of the congregation and argue and say, Oh no, nah, he's been a guest pastor all week. And it's no, you are there to. You're there to support your man. You're not there to question any decisions. Is like he can't be in two places at the same time. So I know a lot of women who would rather the time than the money. But then if the man has to make that money, that man may not have a lot of time to spend with you, um, which is why sometimes you would see um, 
longer vacations, like month-long vacations, because it's putting in all of this work. I'm taking care of you. I'm taking care of the bills. I'm taking care of the family. I'm making sure you looking good. So what do you have to complain for? That's another thing where, um, why, what reason did I have to complain? I didn't want for shit. And I'm like, at the time in my twenties, you know, I was looking for that love and I wanted the time. And it's like, I had everything that I ever wanted, but I didn't have that time. And when we did have the time, yeah, we took nice vacations, lavish vacations, but then I didn't have a lot going on in my life to where I want to be clinging to somebody else. So that's when I say, okay, ladies, find you some business. If you are someone who doesn't want to work, what are you going to do to occupy your time? Because if you don't want to work, that time can get really boring. Look at people who come out of retirement because they're tired of sitting at home. Are you going to start a business, a blog? Are you going to journal? Like, what are you going to do? So I still have a lot of things that I like to dabble into um, on my own. Or is there um, some form of his or their business that you can make yourself a part of? Do you write business plan? Like, how can you be supportive um, to support your man? So when I think about Jeannie Mai saying things like when Jay comes home, I like for him to lead. I like for him to make decisions. I like that is the thing that high value men need. They don't need a mom. They need some a partner. They need um, someone to kind of release. To. They need someone to just be at peace. They need to come home to peace. So like coming home to an attitude and the nagging is not going to work out very well for you and which it did not for me. Um, so there were just a lot of things that I didn't understand being very naive and dating someone progressive um, when I didn't even have as so much so as an introduction to high value and what that meant. It made it difficult for me at that time. So if I would have knew then what I've known now, um, I definitely would say that I probably would have had a lot better luck dating, <laughs> but better late than never. I do feel like I'm much more mature um, to handle it. So you have people, I, I mentioned Lori Harvey in the last episode, who have mothers um, to teach you how to date strategically. And with the high value man, what I really, uh, what attracts me to that is the power, the being able to make decisions, the being able to lead, to be protective. Not saying that you can't get that with a broke man, but what does a broke man have to lose? A high value man has a lot to lose. So it's not, he ain't finna play no games with you. You can look forward to not being played with. They're going to tell you how it is. I had a man tell me one time, like, look, you, I like dating multiple women. I like talking to multiple women. That's kind of what it is. And it, I honestly really appreciated the honesty and the transparency like damn like I've never had that before you have people that would try to hide it from you so that actually made it a little bit more comfortable for me and because I'm weird and we'll talk about that in the next episode that was totally fine with me because um I understand you can't get everything from one person and I'll explore that in a different episode but I really um, appreciate and I value myself. And, you know, in my 30s, definitely, I'm a little bit more selective of who I'm going to give my time to. Um, like, like I said, if there's nothing that 
you know, you can offer me right now if you're not promising me anything or if I just know that it's not going to go anywhere, I'm not even going to waste my time and give you a number. And what a lot of people, what a lot of men don't appreciate, especially men whose egos can't take it, those dusties, those bummy men, they get upset when you tell them the truth. Like, no, I'm not interested. No, I'm I'm not, you know, I don't think this is going to work out or I'm not attractive or attracted or I'm not this, I'm not that. That's how their reaction will let you know that that is a very weak individual. So you definitely want to start um, dating smarter and objectively and using business principles to um, really find out, you know, what it is that you want. And then honing in that feminine energy does not make you less than. And, you know, you don't have to definitely um, follow the hypergamous. Like, you don't have to invest in yourself if you don't want to or look good or what have you. But I would say as a woman, you need to learn, if anything, how to appreciate yourself and you need to define what womanhood means to you. Because for some of you listening, you know, you may not be wanting to to go after a man. You know what I'm saying? Like you may just want to be learning how to love yourself or, you know, you still have to figure out and identify what womanhood means for you. For some of us, that's looking pretty. For some of us, that's not shaving. For some of us, that's really liberating ourselves from the things that society tells us to make a woman. I can't speak on behalf of anyone's womanhood journey, but you need to love it embrace it get in tune with it and really learn and navigate it when you're dating and that owning your womanhood will really cut out half of the bullshit and half of the people who aren't even worth your time to date so dating high value man has really taught me what not to look for um in a high value man and what i do want and i do like the the being provided for the being taken care of if i also can't learn from you so being taught about business principles being taught um, how to read rooms and how to network that's something that i took away from that relationship so if i can't take anything away from you then not. You know what I'm saying? If you texting me what you're doing all day long, you obviously have nothing to do. So you are of no value to me. So it has definitely taught me to be more assertive and just not to waste my time with bullshit. And I'm someone... If I walk away, I'm going to walk away. But I feel like if, you know, you can add some value to me, I will definitely, you know, give you a chance. So... Um, I'm going to leave you there. I definitely invite you. This has been a lot um, in just three episodes. So I definitely invite you to inbox me or message me and we can definitely unpack together. But stay tuned for the next episode. I have more. A lot of you have been asking me um, about my dating and um, some, some different rumors that you may or may not have heard, but I am definitely going to dispel all of the myths and rumors in my next episode, so definitely stay tuned.